नमस्ते जय शिवाय लेट्स टॉक अबाउट टू वेज ऑफ टू पार्ट्स ऑफ वॉकिंग यूर स्पिरिचुअल जर्नी दीज आर द टू पार्ट्स विच हैव बीन डिवाइडेड और यू कैन से सजेस्टेड टू आस क्रिएटेड फॉर आस लेट डाउन फॉर आस बाय द एंशियंट ऋषीज एंड योगीज ऑफ एंशियंट इंडिया ओके सो द टू पार्ट्स दैट वी सेग्रीगेट फर्स्ट वन इज प्रवृत्ति मार्ग और प्रवृत्ति मार्ग ओके एंड अनादर वन इज निवृत्ति मार्ग प्रवृत्ति मार्ग इज द पाथ वेयर अ पर्सन और अ सीकर इज फ्रॉम इज लिविंग द वर्ल्डली लाइफ they have may have a wife or a husband or a spouse lover partner they have a house to live in either their parents house or their partner's house or their own house whatever means the dwelling inside the house so you are living inside the house and then you may be working as doctor engineer scientist it person whatever and uh, you are walking your spiritual journey so when you have and you have all kinds of relationships in the world professional relationships personal relationships everything you have going on and along with that you are walking your spiritual journey so that is what is referred to as pravritti mark means be being a seeker walking your spiritual journey while maintaining all the things around you in the world relationships your job your way of earning and this and that and everything is going on and then you are walking your spiritual journey so that is called as pravritti mark initially in ancient ancient traditions this is not this wasn't considered a path at all why because there are so many temptations right that you can get into so many relationships and you can do bad karma as a result you can create new karma as a result out of your ignorance and this and that so this wasn't considered the path at all especially for the people those who had a very high degree of dispassion or you can say a very high degree of vairagya within so this wasn't considered a path for such people it uh, this is exactly how you know somebody who may be very intelligent right from the childhood and they may want to study directly the university course or some some higher level stuff and then we are asking them to go to third grade fourth grade fifth grade and so on and on and then some day be of 16 17 18 years and then go to the university right that that is the path for maximum people but then there are some highly intelligent ones who can be say who can do the university course or any kind of course right when they are 10 or 12 years of age and there are many such examples so exactly in the same way pravritti mark or the path of the worldly life being a seeker while living the worldly life was not a path at all so that is why another tradition another uh, line another path was born out of it out of the need that there are so many dispassionate people the consciousness was very high so many atmas so many souls took human life 
just to pursue their spiritual journey and they had nothing to do with family relationships or this or that and you know earning money and all that so they were ready to renounce everything and then pursue their spiritual journey just with one pointed focus on it so for such kind of people there was the path of total renunciation path of sannyasa official renunciation that we call okay so that sannyasa tradition or you can say nivritti marg by leaving everything by renouncing everything they need to walk their journey that way so that path was considered as a was called as a uh, nivritti mark or the mark of sanyasa sanyasa tradition so that is how sanyasa tradition was born now even in the life of a seeker whether they are a worldly seeker and living a worldly life there comes a time when sooner or later they have to renounce and they may not renounce everything from the practical life but the identities within the vairagya has to complete the dispassion within has to complete and everything has to be renounced from your mind every identity must be deleted in your chitta in the warehouse of your psychological patterns everything has to be renounced there comes a time like that exactly in the same way the nip those who are walking the official renunciate path they also there comes a time when nothing is there within them so that is how their sadhana and their stuff progresses and then there are many levels and on the worldly side you can say the for the worldly seeker you can say the pravritti mark seekers they those seekers can go on developing cultivating vairagya within this passion within from all the worldly things all the worldly life the relationships everything and they can go on looking into their chittavrittis chittavrittis means psychological patterns that you have got what kind of psychological patterns you can watch the yoga darshan application series on my english channel and you can understand what kind of uh, so, Uh, seeds of bad psychological patterns we have got so in general there are five of them <clears throat> first one is spiritual ignorance second one is asmita means identities so, third one is raga means attachments roughly dvesha means aversions roughly and last one is fear or resistance from change resistance to change and that is called as abhinivesha so all these kind of you know seeds are there bad seeds are there so you have to look into the complexities of all these seeds and that way you can go on walking your spiritual journey while those who live on the sanyasa tradition sanyasa or the total renunciate those who live that uh, on that side or those who follow the nivritti mark those people those kind of seekers they also have to cultivate this passion sooner or later they also have to go on cultivating uh, vairagya this passion means vairagya so they also have to go on cultivating that other than that they can also look into their vrittis and stuff but other than that they also have get, got one more bigger responsibility which worldly seekers do not have and what is that responsibility that responsibility is 
to translate you know write commentaries on all kinds of sanskrit vedas upanishads and uh, darshan shastra all kinds of scriptures they will go on studying them in detail they'll go on studying sanskrit in very detail and they'll go on writing commentaries they have the responsibility of teaching their junior sanyasis junior seekers uh, those who are still uh, into on to, still new to the path they will also go on passing on all that knowledge all that wisdom to the worldly seekers so this is also one of the responsibility of those who are on the sanyasa side a sanyasa tradition side or you can say nivritti path to so those who are on the nivritti path path they will go on doing all that stuff and the teachings of dharma and adharma all those teachings they'll go on translating and uh, commenting uh, writing a commentary on and they are the keepers of wisdom which worldly people are not worldly seekers are not the keepers of wisdom at all rarely worldly seekers will write a commentary on any original sanskrit text they do not write that they can write books i'm not saying all the worldly gurus that you see all the gurus that you see have come from the worldly uh, side they 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 do not they have they have written books but they have never written official commentary original translation from the sanskrit directly because they may or may not even be uh sanskrit uh, well versed in sanskrit either It's because they haven't studied all that their path wasn't like that why they were busy in what earning money running their household managing and maintaining professional relationships managing and maintaining all kinds of uh, personal relationships and everything so they were walking the path while being busy in the world now we cannot say that one side is better than the other no why it is very very important to have the worldly seekers to have this world to have normal people in the world it is very important why because you see even the sanyasa tradition people the people those who walk the total renunciate path or the nivritti mark even those people have to wear the clothes they may not be stitched but or they may not be you know carefully crafted ones still they need the cloth right to wear something to cover their body even if it's a loin cloth it's needed so somebody has to run the textile mill right somebody has to go through the distribution of all kinds of cloth and textile and somebody has to color it according to the color they are looking for and whatever they are eating every sanyasa tradition person is eating somebody is doing some agriculture some distribution of all that right so we cannot say that one path is better than the other we cannot compare like that and we cannot either say that oh no worldly people are all bhogi kind of you know experience or no are kind of people and they they are just bullshitting no it was this this human birth this human creation this human life has been given to us for both bhog and moksha bhog and yoga bhoga and yoga okay there it is for both of the things because uh, so the, and in order to do that many people are living the worldly life and there is no harm in that some day some atmas will get up 
and will wake up and have enough vairagya dispassion within to start walking their spiritual journey so there's nothing wrong about it this world is for bhoga and yoga both and both are the kind of people who must be respected and they will, they should be let on living their life if they wish to do that okay you cannot force the person to join this path or that path or tradition nothing no force here is required exactly in the same way the worldly seekers or the seekers on the pravritti mark should not think oh what this total renunciation is these people just never work and they just eat on society uh, eat what we grow wear what we you know the textile mill that we run and whatever we do they are just there they never earn they just keep on wandering here and there no i'm sorry whatever wisdom is coming to you in the while living in the world it's the wisdom that they have preserved it's the wisdom that they have cultivated by translating the scriptures by trakamen writing the commentary on scriptures by understanding sanskrit by studying sanskrit and spending it takes approximately 8 to 10 years to study sanskrit properly it's not a joke it's not a small thing at all so never think they are the wisdom keepers so what whatever wisdom today you are applying in your life somebody has preserved it since so long you can see that how many uh, civilized civilizations in the world the mayan culture the aztec culture the celtic civilization and uh, i don't know how many civilization greek civilization this civilization that civilization all the civilizations were destroyed after some time in one way or the other because of one reason or the other the only reason vedic civilization or these days people call it hindu civilization it's not a hindu civilization it's a sanatan civilization or in true sense you can call it uh, vedic civilization all that culture all that civilization has been preserved the scriptures original sanskrit scriptures are preserved all that wisdom is preserved because of whom worldly people no they were busy running the world they were busy with their worldly relationships and their personal relationship professional relationship earning the money earning the running the factory or a business or something or this thing or that thing they had no time to preserve the wisdom but because of these people those who are from the sannyasa tradition from the total renunciate tradition they are the wisdom keepers it is because of them the civilization has been saved it is because of them because the vedic culture and the true knowledge and the wisdom that we receive that is saved so never one side should not think about whether that side is good or this side is bad and like that never compare anything or anybody like that at all both are required equally both are supporting each other equally in ancient times even whether there was a businessman or whether there was a king or a queen of some kingdom they all went to spiritual gurus rishis munis they all went to the spiritual gurus why just to take the guidance of how to run the kingdom how to do the duties and fulfill all their duties and all do the karma according to the dharma according to the righteousness whatever was right so they all went there to get the wisdom 
from their spiritual gurus from time to time, whether they were king or queen or whatever they were. And even till date, the great leaders actually look towards spiritual gurus and stuff. So both sides are needed. Both sides are important. Now, a lot of people ask me if I can give them uh, sannyasa diksha or initiate them into the path of traditional uh, sannyasi, total renunciate path. If I can give them a renunciation and for that, I always tell them that, see, I live in Australia. Okay, path of a total renunciate means it requires a certain kind of a culture. It requires a certain kind of acceptability in the society, which countries like Australia, countries like America or Europe, they do not have that. You think you can go on asking for alms from door to door in Australia? No, people will call police, right? In America, you can just wander around in any type of clothes or even naked and you will not be jailed. Sorry, you will be jailed for that. You cannot do that. So a lot of things will have to cut down from traditional uh, sannyasa path, total renunciate path. We have to cut down a lot of traditional things and then it will become more like, you know, tailored or contemporary version of sannyasa, which is not sannyasa as if I look at it, it's not sannyasa then at all. So that is why I ask people to go and look for, there are, there is a dashnami sampradaya means 10 type of sannyasas, uh, sannyasas, 10 type of different types of ashrams are there in east, west, north, south of India. And they can go to those one of those Dashnami ashram and they can see which sannyasa tradition is going to be better or the best for them. And accordingly, they can join that ashram. They can take initiation there. They will get a complete environment, supported environment there. They'll have an ashram to live on till the time they are young or something. And they will have a society like that where you can go and ask for alms and you will be given food. You will be given shelter. There are thousands and thousands of ashrams and temples in India where no matter what time you go, you will get food and you will get um, you will get a shelter, a roof on your head for the night if you want to or more if you want to, not just the night. If you want to spend 20, 21 days there or a month or two months or few months there, you will easily, you can easily get all that in India. It is not possible at all to get live that kind of a traditional sannyasi, traditional total renunciate kind of a life in any country outside India. It's very difficult. It is how it used to be even in Tibet. Tibetan monks are like that too. So you could be a monk there too. But nowadays even that is a dangerous thing to do. Now that Tibet, Tibet has been occupied by China, since it has been occupied by China, a lot of monks have been killed. And even that culture, that tradition is alive only in the Dharmshala or in the place where uh, Dalai Lama is in India. Okay, so even that tradition and exactly in the similar way, so many other cultures and traditions are, were there which had monks and monks and monks and so many different sects and paths of monks and ashrams and related uh, stuff. But, um, you know, all that has been killed from outside. And if it is alive, it may be alive in India, but outside India, it's very difficult to 
you know that people won't judge you or don't look at you in a weird way don't get that will not call the police or get alarmed or you know in some way they are not you know feel weird about it so you cannot live a life like a total renunciate here outside india so that is why i suggest people those who are looking for it they should go to india now another thing is if those of you who are between 16 to 25 years of age they should at least stay at home for some time till the time you are 25 26 27 so, uh, try to stay at home be with your parents and stuff and see if which tradition you want to go to it's not going to be an easy path no path is easy whether you are a worldly seeker a pravarti mark seeker or you are a total renunciate and an nivritti mark seeker no path is going to be easy in no easy in terms of world is not going to let you live either way so it's a fight it's a fight on both sides those who walk the spiritual journey in the world their spouse their parents their everybody around them will go on asking what is wrong with you what is wrong about you why are you not uh, you know marrying somebody why are you not indulging into the world why are you not coming to this party or that get together so it's not not easy on the worldly side and only by trying to run or trying to somehow getting to agree with your parents or your spouse or somebody you can actually take a total total renunciate path in india these even today every year somewhere around 650000 people take official renunciation and some are actually kids a lot of kids actually take that because lot of families in india do believe that somebody should be a sanyasi in their house one child should always be a sanyasi or in india when a one of the son or a daughter grows up they go and they take total they become a total renunciate while all the others run the family and the house and the business and this and that and look into the worldly aspect of the house so it's possible only in india so look into which side you are walking you need to question yourself which side you want to walk you you want to be a worldly seeker fine live in the world and then go on seeking but uh, if you want to be a total renunciate then be on that side there is no in between path okay and another thing very important is if you are a completely dispassionate person a complete vairagi then it does not matter which side you are on because for a vairagi it does not matter whether his his or her body is living in the house among all kinds of relationships and this and that or whether that person's body is in on the himalayas and doing tapasya there alone in the cave by being a total renunciate so these two path choice of these two path there is no choice no need to make that choice if you are a total renunciate sorry if you are a total dispassionate a totally completely vairagi person then it does not matter to you this question comes to only those people those who are still cultivating the vairagya those who are not there yet those who are still afraid that if i get into relationships then i may create raga attachments i may form aversions i may get into all kinds of bad karma and this and that and i may create a lot of new karma as well so those who are afraid like that those who know that 
they have a high chance of getting really really attached to somebody or something in the world they should walk the total renunciate path so this question this this knowledge everything this video is not for those who are purna vairagis those who are completely dispassionate okay and those who have attained the have enough wisdom to know that they cannot create a strong raga from anybody whatsoever they cannot create strong aversions they do not have that ability to do so vairagi means the one who is without raga without attachment aversion and um, fear of fears or resistance to change so anybody in whom those three starting lower level of uh, chitta vrittis or psychological patterns do not exist this this video is not for them those who have already reached there so this is the question for those who are still playing the games of attachments aversions fears and uh, resistance to fear those who face all of these things this is the this video is for them and this video is for you to decide clearly which path you want to walk which side you want to be on you may face difficulties on both sides regardless so there is no doubt about it so you have to stand up for yourself and you have to decide accordingly okay namaste jai shivai oh.